are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Hope you had a great weekend. We've got some Bachelorette news to get to. We're going to talk a little Big Brother, some Men Tell All stuff. Uh, One thing in particular that I didn't mention last week that I think is actually kind of funny. And we'll dip into a couple pop culture things as well as my weekend with my scooter. Interesting stuff. We'll get to that momentarily. As you know, today's podcast brought to you by Dame Products. Try adding a toy into the mix and discover new layers of pleasure you can share, plus sex that you're going to look forward to. Use code REALITYSTEVE to take 15% off your first order at dameproducts.com. That's D-A-M-E products.com. Let's get started with some Bachelorette stuff. As you know, tonight, episode number six, the episode before Hometown Dates, they're in Amsterdam. The cruise takes them to Amsterdam. I'm not even really sure who gets the dates tonight. We just know who's going home based on who gets hometown dates. Since we know Rachel has four hometown dates, Gabby has three hometown dates, and as we learned at the Men Tell All and the finally figured out how Logan exits the show, he gets COVID in Amsterdam, so he is sent home. So, you know, Rachel's final four are Avon, Tyler, Zach, and Tino. Gabby only has three, which means, obviously, Logan had to leave tonight due to COVID. And then Spencer is eliminated along with... Did she have somebody else there? Am I blanking already? My bad. Anyway, we know her final three are... And the only three that she goes to hometowns are Johnny and Jason and Eric. So tonight's episode is just going to kind of be a formality of everything. In terms of scheduling, The Bachelorette did announce last week that home that the Men Tell All, which taped last Thursday, is going to air on the 29th of August, which makes sense. So that means you know, tonight's the 15th. That's the episode before Hometowns. The 22nd is going to be a Hometown Date episode. So now... We got our answer. They are cramming seven hometown dates into one two-hour episode, although we know that Tino's doesn't go into the night portion because Rachel eliminates him after they visit the amusement park in Wildwood, New Jersey, but Tino still goes home and doesn't bring her there, and I think they show that part because on tonight's episode, as you've seen in the previews, they're going to show Tino talking to Rachel and said... He tells her that his parents told him before the show, don't bring anybody home if it's not serious or whatever. So once he tells her that, then clearly when she's on her daytime portion of his hometown date with him, clearly not feeling it for whatever reason. I think the reason is she had a stronger connection with Avon, who was two days before his, and she remembered what he said in tonight's episode, and she didn't want to do that to him. But we still see him go home to his parents and say, you know, it just didn't work out or whatever the case may be. But... So it's kind of all of a formality tonight to get to our hometown dates, which will air next week. And then the week after is the 29th. That is going to be your mental all episode. And then we just don't know how the finale is working out. If they're going to cram the rest of the season with uh, they would have three guys each left at that point into one episode on September 5th, that Monday, that seems like a lot. So they're either going to go fifth, sixth. Or they're going to go fifth and then Tuesday of the next week. We don't know. They haven't announced it yet. But the sooner I hear something, I will tweet it out and put it out on Instagram. But uh, they haven't said anything yet on exactly how the schedule is going to work, except for tonight, next week, and the week after, which is the 29th. 
and that's the Mentel All that tapes on Thursday. One thing I forgot to tell you about the Mentel All on Thursday that is kind of funny is everyone that was in attendance, they got a voucher for a Virgin Cruise. Everybody that's there got a voucher to take a free Virgin Cruise. One problem, most of the people that attended that taping live in Los Angeles. The cruise departs from Miami or Barcelona, and it has to be taken before the end of the year. So it's like, hey, here's a cruise, and everyone's probably going crazy. It's almost like Oprah. You get a cruise, and you get a cruise, and you get a cruise. Look under your seats. Ah! Oh, wait, we have to take it by the end of the year? And oh, wait, it leaves out of Miami or Barcelona? Uh, Great. Thanks, but I'm guessing 90% of that fan base can't go by the end of the year. But I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know the individual people that were there, so I have no clue. But sounds like a kind of a hard thing to spring on somebody that not only do you have to take a cruise by the end of the year, it has to leave out of Miami or Barcelona. And by the way, I'm guessing all of you people that are here today live in California or nearby. So I thought that was funny. <laughs> Sorry, that does suck. Would have been cool to get the cruise, but um, did not uh, if you don't live on the East Coast. Not saying you can't fly to Miami or Barcelona, but that takes planning. Because I'm guessing those cruises are what, five, seven days? It takes planning to be like, okay, we got to book a flight to the East Coast, then we got to plan a cruise, and where are we going to go, and what dates, and all this stuff, and we have five months to use it. So we'll see how that goes for some people. I wanted to bring up the uh, Nate story again, just real briefly. You already know what the story is and whatnot. And yes, it was brought to my attention. Yet another podcast that spent a lot of time making me that story, which is just absurd. At no point was I... I should not be a topic in this Nate story, okay? Let's let's be really clear here. I let Kelsey and Larie tell their story on my website. I'm not the story. I am not the one who was playing two women. I'm not the one who went on a date on Valentine's Day in 2021 and sent flowers to somebody else on the same day. Like, this has nothing to do with me. Why am I being brought into this story as I'm the person that's in the wrong here. It's ridiculous. Like I said, I'm very well aware of what the Bachelor Party podcast said. I'm very disappointed in what they said. I think it was irresponsible. I think it was ignorant. I think it was reckless. And frankly, it was factually incorrect. And I let Emma know, uh, as I left you on Friday, she hadn't responded to my text. She did. I don't need to share you what she said in that text, but I did tell her that there is a point where I might break it down a little further in terms of what they said. I haven't decided yet. I don't know. I might just be like, whatever, you know, I don't agree with it. And I think it's false accusations that they were making towards me. And clearly they haven't followed my work whatsoever at any point in the last 15 months. They haven't listened or listened to or read a damn word that I've said or written. So what what's the point of even going after these people? You listen to it yourself and then you determine if you think that they handled everything perfectly and they were on the ball with all their details they couldn't have been more off so whatever and then there's another podcast out there that probably 16 people listen to don't care um but they they had a field day with me i heard um 
five minutes of it, and that's all I needed to hear because they literally had ten things wrong in the five minutes that I heard. Like, literal things that made no sense. Not even just opinions, factually incorrect things. And like I said, I'm here to course correct things that are factually incorrect, but when it's constant like this, I, I'm just beating a dead horse here, you know? You know how I felt. Uh, you saw what I did. I presented a copy and paste of what Kelsey sent me regarding Nate. It was her story. She wanted to share it. Obviously, I have a fairly big platform in Bachelor Nation. It has nothing to do with Nate's parenting skills. It has nothing to do with Nate's race. But, of course, that was brought into it because people are so near-minded or um, small-minded when coming to something like that. Um, to come to that conclusion based on what I posted last Wednesday is, like I said, irresponsible, reckless, and ignorant. And I'm very disappointed in two people that one, I know because they've been on the podcast two or three times. The other one was on their podcast three or four times in the past, have no relationship with them. But clearly I can tell by the things that have been said about me by that person over the years. I don't know what Juliet's problem with me is. I really don't. But she clearly has a major problem with me because she's talked a lot of shit about the things that I've done and seems to have a field day with it and seems to enjoy it. And doesn't seem to do any research behind what she says. So, unfortunate, but it is what it is. If I really want to lay into them and, and break it down, trust me, I have all their quotes. I seriously doubt that podcast is going to be deleted. So it's going to be out there for a while. You can go listen to it. I'm not telling you not to listen to them and be like, oh, boycott the Bachelor Party podcast. No, listen to what you want to. I don't care. But that particular podcast, God, the amount of things that were just the conclusions that were made the assumptions that they made, the things that they said that I did, which I didn't ever do. I mean, just mistake after mistake after mistake in that podcast. And it's sad. It's sad that uh, a podcast like that, which has a, which is under a national brand of the ringer uh, would produce such garbage like they did last week. Unfortunate. Speaking of Nate, well, not the real Nate, the fake Nick Mitchell is still at it. Just be careful out there. I said on Thursday, on Friday's podcast when I went to check as I was recording it and I went to check because I had left that fake Nate Instagram account a message and I went to check and it was like, oh, Instagram user, user not found. I'm like, oh, deleted it. They gave up. No, he just blocked me because when I checked from my Finsta, I could pull it up. So just know that Nate underscore Mitch 12 is still out there. He's still trolling. It is not the real Nate Mitchell. He's putting in his Instagram stories a screenshot of his Snapchat so you can Snapchat him and then he will ask you a bunch of older questions and hit on you and even send dick pics that are unsolicited that clearly are obviously aren't even Nate because it's not him. But yeah, it happened again this weekend to somebody just giving you a heads up. I know you all think that I have it out for Nate and this story was premeditated and this is all about reality, Steve not liking Nate. I don't give a shit. Like I said last week, make him The Bachelor. I don't care. It's not a big deal to me. All I was doing was reporting the women's stories. But Nate underscore Mitch 12 is not Nate, and they are trolling women to try and get them to send them pictures. Don't do it. All right, moving on to Bachelor, excuse me, uh, Big Brother last night. <laughs> Remember how I told you um, I haven't been following the live feeds and whatever? Of course, I got spoiled before last night's episode that Taylor had won the head of household competition 
which was the wall, not the wall climb, I guess the wall balance or whatever they call it. They do it every season. But I was spoiled on Friday afternoon about it, so I was like, great. So all weekend I'm just thinking, like, who is she going to put up? And then we saw that she put up Indy and Terrence, and Terrence is clearly the target this week, even though Terrence thinks it's going to be Monty. It was a good act that they put on last night. Here's something that I have. Remember last week I said, look, the two favorites to win this thing right now are Michael and Monty because they're playing the best games. You can now throw Taylor into that mix because Taylor's making top three, minimum. I'd be shocked if she doesn't make top three. After all the stuff that she had to deal with, going up on the block three times in the first four eviction ceremonies and surviving all three and the hate that she was getting and the bullying that she was getting, she's making it to the end. She is now turned the tables, and I think... Now, you can't say, oh, Taylor, Michael, and Monty are going to be your final three because you just don't know who's going to win HOHs later on down the road, who's going to win Power of Veto, what's going to change. I'm just saying that she is playing a good enough game to actually win, and I think those are the only three people that could win this game at this point, unless none of them make the final two and then we're forced to vote for somebody else. But if one of them make it and two of them don't, that person's winning. If both of them make it, I think it'll make it for an interesting vote. But or both, two of the three make it, I think that'll make for an interesting vote. But Taylor's in that mix now to win this thing because she now has a story. She's got a win under her belt. She's got head of household. Like it's. I hope you're seeing this as well because it's really kind of working out well for her. She just doesn't need to screw up and go against the people that she's closest to. And I don't, it doesn't sound like she will. It looks like she's sticking pretty close to the best here. In terms of that particular challenge, I've always thought this when they were on that wall because they always throw, as we know, they throw slime at you and, you know, whatever. Slime, blue slime, pink slime, green slime, whatever the case may be. You have goggles on and whatnot. But you know it's coming because don't they, isn't there some sort of sound warning for them that something is going to be splashing your face at this point? I guess my question is, couldn't you just dip your head so you don't get it on your goggles and you basically can't see? Just dip your head and make it parallel to the ground. And yeah, it might drip on, but if you just keep your head up and the, let it hit you right in the face, then yeah, it's going to get all over your goggles. But unless I'm missing something or maybe the balance of if you dip your head down, you might be more inclined to fall. That could be it. But I don't understand why don't people just dip their head and so they don't get it on their goggles? Because that seems to me would be the toughest thing, just standing there and taking it in the face and not being able to see, even though you don't really need to see for anything, I guess, because you're just holding on for dear life. But I don't know. just seems like something you would want to be able to see. Anyway, I, you know, I have not, I do not know who won Power of Veto. I think that happens on Fridays, so that's already been established of who won. And then I think the Power Veto nominations, the veto ceremony is tonight. It's on Mondays in real time. So we shall see. Um, I There was a couple things that I wanted to get to, but I can... Um, well, actually, there's one thing from last week in pop culture. You probably saw this at the end of the week. This Kevin Federline, Britney Spears, back and forth... First off, it looks awful. 
But again, I don't really think Britney did anything wrong. Did you see the videos that Kevin released? It was of Britney in the car, you know, I guess yelling at her kid in the back seat, and the kid had recorded it. We don't know the exact date of when this is, but it was seems like it was within the last two or three years. I don't understand what Kevin thought he was accomplishing by releasing those videos. If anything, it made Brittany look like any other mother who's got a teenage boy. The kid was talking back to her. She wasn't happy with something that he did. And yeah, she raised her voice at him. That makes her a bad mom. Are you kidding me? That didn't make her look anything worse than Kevin made it seem like, oh my God, watch, watch when I post these, how everyone's going to turn on Brittany and say that, Oh, she doesn't need to be around those kids. That kid was being an asshole to her, number one. But not that I, you know, it's a teenage boy. He was talking back to his mom and upset that his mom was mad at him and was going to take away his social media stuff and take away his phone. So, of course, he's like, yeah, whatever. She was mad at him. She raised her voice. She didn't call him a name. She didn't scream at him. She didn't start whacking him from the front seat. Like, it was just an argument between a mother and a teenage boy which I'm guessing if you have a teenage boy out there, you've probably had that same exact argument at some point where you maybe had to raise your voice at your child. Oh, we can't raise our voices at children anymore. Like Kevin, hey, K-Fed, <laughs> not a good look. Releasing those videos made Brittany actually look better than the way you hyped it up. It was not a good thing to release. So not sure what you tried to accomplish by that. I don't know if lawyers told you to do that, but I don't think it had the effect that you thought it was going to have. I want to end with this. So I got my scooter on Friday. A little scooter to wheel around the house. I think I tweeted it out, didn't I? I know I texted it to some people, but I can't remember if I tweeted it out. I think I did. And it's good enough to get me around the house and whatnot. And however, I decided because it's still a little wobbly and, you know, I'm a bigger guy, so it's a little wobbly for me. And even though I'm not going very long distances, I do not feel comfortable taking this outside. I have not left my house since the surgery on Wednesday. But so I upgraded and I went online and found like a really good scooter. <laughs> it's got all terrain wheels and shock absorbers on it. <laughs> like I don't want any I don't want to screw around. I'm going to be on a I'm going to be on a scooter for a while, like probably a couple months. So I ain't screwing around. And I got this scooter. It should be arriving today. If not at the latest tomorrow, Amazon says the 15th or the 16th. But yeah, we're talking actual wheels, not like plastic ones on the ones that I have right now. And it's got shock absorbers on it because sometimes I'm just going over the tile in my house and it turns the handles because there's a, you know, there's a little bump and it's like, okay, no, I don't need a, I don't need a, I I don't need a scooter that's going to turn the handles when it's go over like a little bump. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. The greatest news ever that I got this past weekend. So, you know, I'm going to Vegas in a month. I go out um, for a trip every uh, beginning of football season every year and uh, first week of NFL season. So I'm going out September 8th through the 12th. And I was like, you know, I wonder if I can get a scooter out there. So I called my casino host and wouldn't you know it, I'm getting comped an electric scooter when I'm in Las Vegas. Yes, that will be me. Like the 80-year-old grandmas on the scooters and the grandpas, 
there's me going to be scooting around Vegas on an electric scooter when I'm there. I'm so fired up. That's like literally the best news I got in the last month. So excited to be able to have uh, my own scooter in Las Vegas and not have to worry. Now, granted, there will be times where I take my foot scooter and, you know, push myself across, but it's just so much easier because I don't have to kneel on something. And that gets, you know, it gets a little tight on your knee, uh, kneeling on that scooter for a long time. So very excited. Uh, Tomorrow, as we wrap this up, tomorrow I'm going to share with you my first shower experience with a torn Achilles and what that consisted of. Don't worry. It's not too long of a story, but let me just say from tearing my Achilles at the gym to having surgery last Wednesday, easily, easily. The toughest thing that I've had to do is take a shower. Like I surgery was hell. I was put out. So it's not like I could recall anything of it. And the actual injury itself at the gym, no pain. I never felt any pain, but dealing with taking a shower and what I have to do to take a shower now, good God. I don't wish this injury upon anybody. Any lower leg injury where you can't put any pressure on your foot, good luck in the shower. I am very liable to crack my head open at some point, or at least fall, because it is not easy to do this. Anyway, thank you very much for all tuning in. I really appreciate it. I hope you had a great weekend. Bachelorette, episode number six tonight. Watch it, and we'll be back talking tomorrow here on the Daily Roundup. So until tomorrow, thank you all for tuning in. I'll talk to you then. See you!